Hello, this is your host, Sonata Allison, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. Hello, everybody. Hope you're having a great day, great night, great evening, all that good stuff. So as you can see, we'll be talking about pain today, an exciting topic. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but as you know, before we get into that, we are going to look at our stats for the day. Let's see what everybody's watching and listening to. Okay, so today's trending episodes are episode 10, self-love, and episode 105, the distraction of a promise. And let's see who's listening as well. Hopefully UK's up there. Okay, United States is the first, South Africa is second, and UK is third. Zambia is, it's uh, it's in fifth, you're, you're staying up there with the other peeps, I appreciate that, and Canada is in fourth now. So, so grateful to have you guys listening to this podcast, um, I hope you guys have been enjoying it. Um, so yeah, so uh, as you guys can see today, we'll be talking about just, you know, it, it, it can be painful to be in relationship with the Lord. And I think I want this episode to be somewhat of a, of a lament because I recently read a C.S. Lewis quote. And I feel like it spoke exactly to what I want to communicate to you guys today. So let's get right into it. So for the sake of transparency, I do want to tell you guys the verse that speaks about how when Jesus says my load in my, my burden is light, my load is easy. You guys know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> You know, the burden is light with him. Um, um, that really just, it, 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 even at this point right now, it fully does not completely make sense to me. I think um, that verse is definitely talking to, uh, you know, I don't know what I'm missing. I don't know what I'm, what I'm missing out on when it comes to pain, right? Because if I've accepted Christ, um, I don't know all the things that he's protecting me from. I don't know um, what my obedience is fully protecting me from. All I know is it's out there and I don't want it for me. <clears throat> I do not want it for me. Um, but I think that also because I'm shielded, I don't actually know how light my burden is, if that makes sense. Um, I can look back to when I really came to Christ and um, I came to Christ when I was in my my freshman year of college. I grew up in the church, um, lived there basically because my mom was in the choir, on the prayer team. My dad was the music director. So I was basically a PK <laughs> my whole childhood. Um, but I didn't really have a real relationship at that point. I think I'd probably say it was more um, uh, rules. It was rules. And I was afraid of God. Like I've said in earlier episodes, God scared me. I did not want to get struck by lightning. So I said, you know what, let me go ahead and stay in these guidelines so I can stay alive. <laughs> that was my goal at that time. But as I, um, grew and, you know, through healthy friendships and, and deeper relationship with Christ, um, I actually, had a real relationship with Jesus. And I definitely know that there was for sure a change in my life at that time. Um, I would consider myself to be a very sad person when I was younger. Um, this is not funny, but just to kind of show you, like I was very class clown. Um, no one knew, you know, the pains that I was experiencing in my life. Um, and I was that kid that people would probably like, you know, if I were to 
pass away, they'd be like, what? How did she, what would make her even, you know, do that? You know, if I were to kind of like unalive myself or do something like that, they'd be like, she was, you know, the, the, the things people will say, she was the happiest person we knew. She was so kind. We would have never thought I was that kid. I was very sad and people never knew that. Um, Cause even in that time I was creating boundaries in my life to make sure that no one knew the pain that I was experiencing um, I, for whatever reason, you know, maybe to keep myself safe from hurt um, and all that good stuff that is not good. Um, but as I got older, grew into real relationship with the Lord, um, I'm actually, I have a peace about me and I'm, I, I, I wish I would have marked the day that the Lord just gave me this peace that has never left me. And I'm so grateful for that because I can actually be joyful and I feel safe in my relationship with him and I trust him. And that allows me to love myself and love others um, and love God better. So I definitely can see why he says that his burden is light, but that doesn't mean that it is empty, right? Like that doesn't mean that I don't have to carry anything at all. That doesn't mean that I get to live freely and, and uh, resemble heaven on earth. I think it's the closest to heaven we'll get on earth relationship with Christ, but it is not completely heaven. So I want to speak to that today. Just like, yes, it is painful to be in Christ. It is still painful. And I don't want you guys to think that because you're going through pain or because you're struggling with anxiety, struggling with depression, you're still scared sometimes that you're not in Christ or like you're not doing enough. This world can be depressing. If you read Ecclesiastes, it speaks to that. If you didn't have Jesus, if I didn't have Jesus, if we didn't have Jesus, I would just be depressed and I'd be sad and I'd be doing things that were careless for me, careless for the people that were around me because there was no hope. But because I have Christ, my burden is way lighter than it would have been if I did not have Christ. And that's the understanding that I have for that. So I want to read you guys the C.S. Lewis quote that I saw that uh, made me want to have this conversation with you guys. It says, we're not doubting that God will do the best for us. We're wondering how painful the best will turn out to be. And I'm like, man, that man, that simplifies it so well because I'm sold out to Christ. Like, just like Paul says, like, I am a slave to Christ. And my obedience, my allegiance to the Lord is going to lead me to some very painful situations. And I'm not willing to not walk that way because I know that is the best thing for me. And it is the lightest burden to bear on this side of heaven. And that reminds me of a quote that I've probably said on the podcast before of like, if the Lord is calling you out on a limb, it is actually the safest place to be. And that sounds so backwards, but because God is who he says he is, he's a protector, he's a provider, he's a healer, he's the best love that we'll ever experience, then that limb will create something beautiful for us. And I think that's another point too. We don't know what that beauty will look like. It could be um, the desire, the want that we have been asking God for, but it might, or it might just be patience. It might be self-control. It might be um, long suffering, which is not a good time. Um, but all these things are making us more like the God that we say that we love. So, you know, it's a real struggle, but I think what it, what also comes down to is like, 
you have to ask yourself, do I actually care about becoming a better lover of others? Do I care about becoming a lover, a better lover of myself? And do I care about becoming a better lover of Jesus? Because this life of being a Christian will not be appealing to you if not. So I would encourage you just to take a second to think about that. Like, do I actually want this? Does this actually matter to me? Because if that's true, then as you see the fruit of the spirit, as you see your character look more like Christ, as you become more patient, more kind, more loving, more joyful, more long-suffering, more gentle, um, more self-controlled, that will feel like a reward to you. And I've been, I've been in a Bible study for like the past two weeks with a couple of friends talking about the Holy Spirit. And I think a lot of life is this kind of in between, like we're asked to, um, in some ways, sell everything that we love and, and give it all up for Christ, but then also be good stewards of the things that we have and to love others well. So we're, I think a lot of life is we're caught in between two, sometimes feels like extremes. And we're like, which way do we go with this? But the answer is Jesus. The answer is the Holy Spirit. You choose relationship with Christ. And that's what allows you to walk this way. If you're not leaning on your relationship with the Lord, if you're not trusting him, you it, it will feel harder. Your burden will feel heavier. And I'm just grateful to the Lord that he's given us just like it, it feels it does sound easier. The burden does sound lighter because he's saying it's not what you do. It's how close you are to me. It's our relationship. It's you learning who I am. It's you submitting to my authority. It's you being obedient to do the things that I know are good for you and are good for our relationship. And that's a lot easier than serving a God who wants you to work every single day. And I've been reading through Leviticus. I've been reading through Numbers. And the way that they're related to God was so much harder than it is right now. Like, they had to slaughter animals daily, every single day to repent of their sins as, as a representation of that. And I think it definitely shows us how huge sin is because I think we feel a lot more untouched by sin because there's not really a huge consequence that we can see. But back then they literally saw their sins as they, as they had to deal with the blood of these animals and see truly that the wages of sin is death. Um, and, you know, I, I wish we did have that representation today, but, you know, that's illegal. You know, Peter going to be after all the Christians if we start doing that again or the Jewish people as well. <laughs> but I think it does help us see like sin is huge um, and it and it separates us from God and it causes a lot of horrible things like disease, um, like leprosy was kind of an example of our separation from Christ. Um having to kill animals and such and they were example of like our our you know being away from him being apart from him and the yoke is eating easy and the burden is lighter when we actually lean on him and allow relationship to be the goal and looking more like Christ to be the goal if you do it any other way there's no joy to be found and um, I think I've said this before too, but that verse of like finding joy in suffering um, when I was younger, when I was a younger Christian was like, why do you ask me to do that? <laughs> how, how do people find joy in suffering? How can you ever think to be joyful in a situation of suffering? But if you can see 
first of all, that you are relating to your best friend, to the best lover that you'll ever experience in his suffering for you um, and in your suffering for other people and in your suffering when you are being patient to God, even in, in the lack of your wants, when you're being kind to God, even in the lack of your wants, you are putting on Christ in those moments. And that is something to be celebrated. So you becoming more like Christ is the best reward and Christ himself is the best reward. If we idolize the wants and maybe even our, our perceived needs, um, it will feel like it's not enough. It'll feel like Christ is not enough or the reward of being becoming more like him is not enough. It reminds me of this uh, service I went to this past Sunday and he was saying that <laughs> they're doing uh, this shut-in prayer thing and he was saying that hunger is not a need. And I said, hold on, <laughs> hold on. That's kind of deep. That is kind of deep. Because I think on this side of heaven, if you don't actually believe in, you know, Christ and heaven, it it is it's seen to be a need on this side of heaven that we need to eat. But at the end of the day, all we really need is Jesus. And if you're thinking about what you need to live, yes, food. But at the end of the day, if you were to die, you would still spend eternity with Jesus Christ. And that would be the best reward. So when he said that, I was like, whoa. And I also recently fasted this past Monday. And when I tell you I'm low-key traumatized, <laughs> we only have water and no food. And man, man, if you ever want to be really confronted with your need for Christ, with your true dependency on the Lord, go ahead and fast for, for a day. And me and my friends, we didn't even make the full day. We went from nine o'clock in the morning until 9 p.m. Um, So, you know, I, I didn't even go those extra hours because I was thinking, wait, if I go to sleep, then that's a whole nother 12 hours. And that's, but anyways, <laughs> so um, we have to come to the realization that he truly is all that we need. Um, and yes, it for sure will be painful. And I want to just relate to you guys in that, like, yes, it is painful and you are not, um, unchristlike for struggling through life and experiencing the pain of following the father. Um, and in that same breath, I want to say that, isn't it so worth it? Isn't it so worth it? I recently saw, uh, this Instagram post and someone was saying, now that you're an adult, now that you're older, do you see why the Lord asked you, <clears throat> do you see the point of like waiting for sex? And the comments were just flooded with people saying like, I wish I would have waited like kids that are 18 years old saying, I'm so glad that I've waited this long. You know, that's not too long. No, I'm saying good luck with your twenties. I'm just kidding. Well, Lord, may the Lord bless you and keep you. <laughs> um, but people going all through saying like, yes, it, it, was, it was the worst decision I made to give myself up that early. Um, I wish I would have waited. Like it was so not worth it. Um, but there's pain on the other side of that too for people who are waiting where it's like, I want to experience the things that people ha get to experience. I would like to be out here in these streets as the people say. Um, but the pain of being in, the, in these streets, the pain um, without Christ, the, the pain of, of sinning against yourself is way worse 
than the pain of surrendering your life to, life to Christ. I do not say that to um, minimize your feelings, to minimize your experience of being a Christian or to say that it doesn't matter. But I'm telling you right now, it's it's way better. This is the best. This is the better pain. And I'm sure you guys have probably seen different Instagram posts about like you choose your heart. And I think that is so true for life. Um, do you want to choose the hard of, you know, giving your body up to people who want to use you and don't honor your temple? Um, people that will not respect you or love you in the way that you could be loved because only you can only know true love when you're in Christ. Do you want to have to constantly guard yourself from people to be paranoid, to um, be on guard and you know, lack respect for you, lack respect for other people, live it, live a very fearful, sad life? Or do you want to have the best love that you could ever have? Do you want to surrender your life to that person in the midst, still experience, you know, the rain that comes to the just and unjust, but in that rain, know that there is someone and also a whole community of people who truly know what love is and are willing to love you in that way. Um, we serve a God who is the best comforter. He is the best. He's the safest person to be with. He is the most trusted being, the the most gracious and kind and forgiving person that you will ever meet. You are never too far gone with him. Um, and that is beautiful. I would rather choose that than people who are flawed and fickle and even in their best efforts, cannot love me in the best way that I need. Um, so I hear you for sure that it, it is painful to live a life that honors God, um, but it's also worth it. And you become the kind of person that you want to be. Just kind of thinking about that. Who do I want to say that I am when I breathe my last breath? Do I want to say that I was a kind, loving, caring, giving person and if that's true about you, those are all the things that Christ is. And that those are all the things that you'll get in being in relationship with him. And you can also ask yourself, do I want to say that I had someone that loved me so well by my side in the midst of my hardest seasons? He was there weeping with me, um, working for my good. And if that's true, then Christ is enough. Um, so definitely wanted to just identify with the pain. I get it, guys. It's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard here in general, but then to deny ourselves of our fleshly desires is hard work, but it is so worth it. So, I hope this was helpful for you guys just to see like, you know, especially with waiting for marriage, like it ain't easy out here. It's hard. It, and that's whether if you're dating someone right now, you're engaged, um you know, it, it's, it's hard. It's hard to wait. It's hard to not give into our fleshly desires when we want to receive pleasure sooner than, um, we're supposed to. I hear you. I feel that. Um, but I know through this podcast, you can see the people that have waited, the people that have went through that hardship and see, wow, praise God that we did wait. Um, it is all worth it. So, I hear you, you guys. I, I see your pain. I, I identify with it for sure. And I hope that this was helpful and just soothing that a little bit for you and just knowing, letting you know that you're not alone. So as you guys know, you can follow the parallel at the parallel pod on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. 
remember to speak the truth in love kiss the sun and i'll be seeing you guys soon bye